Out of practice today. In fact, uh, just one more training camp practice left and a couple of preseason games. That's it. Here we go. I mean, it is darn near time for regular season football in the NFL, and that makes everyone happy, including our next guest from the Green Bay Press-Gazette. It is Ryan Wood. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? I'm doing well. So I, the big story, I guess, is Brian Balaga and uh, his ankle. Now, we were at practice yesterday. We saw him go down. He did not appear to be in very... Uh, very comfortable situation, uh, but we weren't sure exactly how severe his ankle was. What, what's the latest here? What are we expecting out of Balaga from here until the regular season begins? Well, the good news is Brian Balaga said today that the x-rays were negative, so there's nothing broken. Um, he said that his ankle's really sore. He hasn't uh, gotten MRI results yet, so you know, don't know how the severity of whether it's a sprain, but he obviously he was walking around without a cast in the locker room. That's a good sign. Um Certainly, it's 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 too early to know whether he'll be available for the opener. Um, I, I would say that that's probably up in the air right now. Uh, but with, with you know how, how sore it is, it's it's going to probably be a matter of whether he can play through the pain um, and and do the things that you need to do as an offensive lineman, as a right tackle to anchor and, and do that that's the sort of stuff uh, against uh, in pass pro. Um, so it, it's something that you know it's still early, but uh, it, the it certainly appears that they've they've averted the worst case scenario, so that's that's the good news. So, what sort of trickle down effect will this have on the game Saturday with Bulaga out? I know that's not Aaron Rodgers' blind side, but nonetheless, you're talking about either Jason Spriggs or Kyle Murphy being inserted. Is there a domino effect to Bulaga not playing with some other starters? Well, it certainly looks like it's going to be Kyle Murphy. He was the one that was given the starter reps uh, in practice when. Uh, Brian Balaga uh, came, you know, left the field, and and that's a, a side, you know, topic of, of Murphy, you know, sur- surpassing Jason Spriggs uh, on the depth chart of the right side. Uh, something I don't think a lot of people saw coming in, but there's no doubt that it's something that that, that Mike McCarthy has to consider with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, obviously, how important he is to this offense and this team. Um, one option is to to just chip block and double team, you know, with with the tight end and, and, and with a fullback or a running back on the right side constantly whenever Aaron Rodgers is on the field. I would expect that to happen uh, for as long as he plays. But it would not be surprising if it, if it limits the, the amount. Instead of playing a half, maybe it's a quarter. Um, I, I think that's going to be a feel uh, on, on how Mike McCarthy sees the game going. Um, Certainly, if they're getting a lot of pressure out of Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be more likely to, to yank him quickly because you do not want him getting hit at all in, in these preseason games. Uh, I think he was only hit one time on the on the one drive he got in Washington. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's something that's going to affect not just how long he plays, but also the way that they play and making sure that they have constant help on that right side. Hey, Ryan, I'm a little worried about the backup offensive line. and I, Not that Don Barclay is a saving grace, but... I, I, you would make me feel a little more comfortable if on the field, uh, aside of some of these other players that I've watched, and I haven't even seen Don Barclay, to be honest with you, since his injury. So it, it seems to be a position where th- there's some developing talent, but it's hard for me to say that there's some real depth there right now. I think the success of this offensive line is going to hinge on one thing, and that is whether or not they can avoid injuries. They've done it two of the last three years, in 2014, 2016. They were very healthy. They had one of the league's finest offensive lines. In 2015, David Boxiari goes down for three games. Uh, Brian Balaga missed time. Uh, it, it seemed like everyone was hurt uh, from, from one time or another, all, all five of the starters. 
and the offensive line really imploded. Never had, never worse than when David Bakhtiari went out, but it, it was a constant struggle to get that offensive line playing up to the level it should be because of the injuries. Uh, I, you're not the only one, uh, I think, that has concerns about this this depth, especially on the interior of, of this offensive line. Uh, they're, they're one or two injuries away from, from having some real issues there. And, you know, certainly with, with Don Barclay, he, he's going to be the backup center whenever his ankle becomes healthy. Uh, but if, if it's really unlikely that's going to happen before the opener. It's going to force the Packers to the most likely uh, carry either Lucas Patrick or, or Justin McCray as, as a backup center and, and to keep nine on the 53. Uh, and neither McCray or Patrick has really st- stepped up and, and grabbed that job that's out there. You know, the, I think the next two weeks are going to be especially important for the interior offensive line. I think the best battle in camp right now, the closest battle in camp, is McCray and Patrick to be the, the backup center for uh, until Don Barclay returns. Uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there, but there's no doubt, you know, if they can stay healthy, this is a really good offensive line. The five starters are really good. Jari Evans has been a good addition. If they can't stay healthy, there's going to be some issues. Ryan Wood joining us from the Green Bay Press Gazette. Greg Matzik with you on Sports Central, presented by Miller Lite. And sticking with the defense here, Ryan, how do you believe the corners are going to be positioned during week one of the regular season, assuming that the entire group is healthy? How do you think this one plays out? Week one against Seattle, lining up left, right, slot, and so on. You know, it's easier to say uh, how it's going to look for the, the the whole of the season than week one, just because. I mean, if you look at reps right now, if you look at you know the snaps, it's all over the place. Partly because of injuries, Devon House and his hamstring, uh, it's lingered longer than I think uh, you know it has been expected. Uh, part of that is just the nature of the injury; they want to be very cautious with any soft tissue uh, muscle, but. But certainly, Devon House needs to get back on the field, and and you know he did not play well that last season in Jacksonville. It's the reason he was released. These preseason snaps are really important for him. Presumably, you'd expect him to, if he's healthy, to be one of the starters on the perimeter. Uh, you you would probably expect Quentin Rollins to be in the slot, and then I, I would think uh, Kevin King has a real chance of being the other perimeter starter. Um, now, Demarius Randall could factor in there as well. So probably three spots for the for those four guys, uh, but. There's no doubt that the injury situation and really, you know, working in a rookie like Kevin King, there's a lot of complications there. It's I'm not sure they know yet how their week one rotation at the cornerback with the slot and the two perimeter guys is going to work. Um, but certainly it's, it's something that over these next two weeks to get sorted out. It's going to be a work in progress, but I, I kind of see it as three guys for four, or four guys for three spots. And the other thing that I've been watching here over the course of a, a couple of preseason games and even in practice, you know, Don Capers is not shy about bringing pressure from a variety of different areas, and that's fine. As long as you get home and you've got coverage on your back end uh, to you know help vacate or fill the vacated spot, okay, and you got to get home when you get to the quarterback. So we've seen corners and safeties and linebackers, and you name it, they're blitzing. But I still feel like that, I don't know if gimmick is the right word, but I'd love to see just more pressure from the three dudes on the front who are supposed to try and push through that pile of humanity so you don't have to get overly exotic and expose yourself on the back end. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that one of the biggest areas where, where the Packers enter camp uh, with room to grow was to find an interior pass rusher that they could couple with Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels was 2013, uh, 20 sacks, uh, ranks among the, 
league's top dozen uh, defensive tackles, uh, has been a consistent pass rusher on the interior. The, the, the next closest, uh, the, site, the, guy, the interior tackle with the second most sacks in 2013 was Latroy Guyon, who had three and a half all in 2014. So there was a seismic gap in the pass rush, interior pass rush production that they've gotten from Mike Daniels and everyone else. Uh, Kenny Clark and Dean Lowry, are, I thought, have been having really good uh, camps. Obviously, Dean Lowry's got the, the, the knee injury. We don't know how serious that is. Doesn't sound like it's real serious, but obviously, with with a lot of injuries, it starts out that way and keeps lingering. Uh, but I, I think that they've, I think they've had a good camp. They've been active. They've been productive and disruptive on on the interior. Um, uh, but I think that when it comes to the pass rush as a whole. Dom Capers is going to use his system and his scheme, his, his zone blitzing, to generate pressure, uh, probably more so than he has in the past and more so than he's had to do in the past because Julius Peppers isn't here, Detone Jones isn't here, uh, Vince Beagle's a guy that they brought in, but he's missed the entire offseason, and you, you really can't expect much at all from him on defense uh, for at least the first month of the season, if not longer. Uh, it's it's going to be a system scheme-generated pass rush for the most part and obviously on top of that clay matthews and nick perry have got to stay healthy your biggest question mark here ryan two weeks away from the regular season beginning i think it's the depth on the edge you know kyla fackrell and jerome elliott are two dynamic athletes they're very athletic guys uh but they're also you know uh, not, not undersized but they're lacking in strength they need to get stronger um, and, and those are guys that, uh, just because of the nature of the position, you, you need more than two edge rushers. Clay Matthews and Nick Perry are two guys that if they stay healthy, they can go out there and get double-digit sacks apiece. But if you look at their injury history, they've never played all 16 games in the same season. The chances of that happening are minuscule. They're going to need depth at that position, and they're going to need more than what they've gotten so far from Kyler Fackrell and Jerome Elliott. Uh, and they have the tools to do that. So I, I, I think it's still early. It's not a doomsday, but th- there's the potential for them to go out there and do more. They need to do more. And then on the other side of the ball, the interior offensive line, um, you know, the, the, the running game hasn't really gotten on track yet. I, I think that's more just, just run, young running backs. That'll come with time. But if there's an injury to that offensive line, like we said, it, it could get real bad. That, that's, to me, an injury on the offensive line is what's preventing this offense, the only thing preventing this offense from being a top-five scoring offense in the league. It should be a dynamic offense with weapons all over the field, but it doesn't matter if you have injuries on the offensive line and, and you can't protect your quarterback. Check him out on Twitter by Ryan Wood. Also, check out a very cool story about Packers rookie Montrevious Adams. It's up on his Twitter page. and Check him out in the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Ryan, appreciate your time. Travel safe out to Denver, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. All right, take care, Greg.